right, welcome back to Three Pete, the sports podcast. Are you entertained? Uh, this is probably going to be the final three-peat of 2019. It's been a fun run. This uh, premiered in 2019, right? Yes. Yeah, so new. Uh, it's made its run. I, I, it, it's been fun. We're gonna. It, it has been renewed for season two. Just, Chase shared his screen, and we're watching him Google bowl games. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't know if he knows that. <laughs> I didn't know uh, <laughs> Wait, hold on. How I stop this? What's going on? You, got, you, you stopped, stopped it. it. It was funny for a minute. Uh, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> let me let me have this one hand. Doing research on the fly. I respect it. Uh, yeah. So I can confirm that three Pete has gotten picked up for a season two. Uh, we'll be back next year. But uh, to we gotta we gotta wrap things up for this year. So we're gonna have a lot to talk about. College football, NFL, NBA. We're gonna do some rankings. It'll be fun. So let's uh, let's get this bread. Yeah, let's start. Let's start with my man Trey here. So let's start. We're starting with college football. My man is a diehard Notre Dame fan. Yeah. He graduated from the University of Iowa State. Right. And the two play each other in a bowl game. Right. You actually talked about this possible matchup. Yeah. Years is it Alabama has oh. lost its oh. generational. Is <laughs> playing videos. Oh shit! <laughs> Are we good? <laughs> no, we're good. We're good. Uh, yeah. So I mean, this is an eat. Like, so it was projected <laughs> maybe like a few weeks ago, but then it, it kind of pointed toward towards Notre Dame being in the Orange Bowl. Honestly, it's a little bit of a slap in the face if you're a Notre Dame fan. Um. I don't know. Brandon doesn't think so. Brandon thinks that Iowa State's probably going to fucking win or something. But it's okay. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll play and it'll be fun. But, I mean, it's a no-brainer for me rooting for the Irish. Let's get this bread. Over the, over the old alma mater, huh? That's right. Notre Dame. I would, do, I would do the same thing. Chase, let's talk about uh, our school, uh, University of Missouri. What's that? That's some real college football. Wow. Yeah. Wow. At the University of Missouri, we're on our third coach in like five years. Known uh, known blue blood uh, Missouri University. So so they fire Barry Odom, native son, former player. Uh, they hire who I can only describe as like a science teacher. I don't know. Like. He's a weird-looking dude. I don't even know his name. He was a head coach for a year at Appalachian State. Is it Eli, like, Drinkowitz or something? Yeah, it's like Drinkowitz. Yeah, Drinkowitz. Like a Nowitzki-Nowitzki thing. Yeah. Any thoughts? I've literally not one thought, man. I don't know about this guy. (laughs) Did you see in his contract that – We haven't been great since Drew Locke left. And he's great for my Broncos right now, you know. Uh, uh, always been high on him. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Chase declared he is no longer a Broncos fan the night they drafted Drew Locke. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, did you see in his contract that it said they had to pay his uh, country club fees? No, but that's a good get. <laughs> Why is that for? I don't know. They should have. They should have put in like free high V groceries and all, all type of other shit. Yeah. Private jet access, 
all these different like nice high-end things and then country club membership fees this has to be like how he got his wife to like move the kids you think like she's just gonna spend all of her time at the country club right like honey it'll save us it'll save us five thousand dollars don't worry we're, we're good as long as it wasn't one of those like we'll also pay your tab and she's just there every day drinking like running up the tab on the university's dime lunch for everybody <laughs> yeah let's go they eat every meal there <laughs> Uh, <laughs> kind of like me senior year i'm the only one who has a swipe deal and i i'm eaten by myself in the dining halls every time with the 15 year olds <laughs> anyway so that, that that's our school update uh my team the hawks they play usc in the holiday bowl be a fun one uh i don't even know who texas plays if i'm being honest well uh let me enlighten you as i scroll down this page that i previously loaded <laughs> the utes Oh, Utah? Uh, I think Utah probably wins them. Alamo Bowl. Yeah, I think Utah probably win. I just don't think Texas will give a shit. If I'm talking uh, Iowa-USC, I think it's a compelling matchup, though, because, I mean, Iowa is known for their ground and pound. USC is a little more of a high-powered offense. Um, just looking, like, at who had a kind of a better year and maybe a harder schedule, I probably would pick – Iowa without looking at it really closely, yeah, but it depends on, I, I think, what Iowa shows up. Uh, it'll, I think that'll be a good game. Yeah, Iowa's top 10 in defense. I know you're hating on my team, but I'm showing your team love. You see that? Yeah, that's great. Do you actually think Iowa State's going to win? Or no, it's going to be a good I would game? I pick Notre Dame. It's just a matter of like how many Notre Dame guys don't play. Yeah. If they really care to right. play Iowa they State. might not give a shit. Right. Like, I could see that. That like the motivation's a big factor in a lot of these games. The one non playoff game I want to talk about is Michigan is playing Alabama. Yeah. I think there might be at least twenty guys who don't play and Bama that is. For both teams. Both like combined. Teams. Gotcha. Okay. Like and the interest of those guys that are playing is gonna be Minimum. <laughs> it is it, that game is going to be so hard to pick, so awful to watch. Like uh, it's gonna like I bet the Citrus Bowl was like, yes, we got Alabama, Michigan, and then that product on the field is gonna be terrible. Michigan <laughs> notoriously does not give a shit about bowl games, and Alabama, no Tua, most of their guys are gonna be first round picks. They probably don't play. Like I still pick gonna, Bama though. I'd probably pick Bama, but it's gonna be just. A slop fest. Yeah, if I'm Judy, I'm at the crib. Yeah. If I'm any of why would I why would I play this game? Except for the fact that you could probably have a huge day um, statistically, but why do you need to do that? You're going to be a first round pick anyway. Yeah, exactly. But all right, let's talk college football playoff. <clears throat> Did you have something, Chase? No, I was I was saying the same shit you were saying. Okay. Uh, we got. Really, the only talking point, I think everybody knew the four teams going into uh, the selection show. It was really just a matter of one and two. Uh, and it was, is Ohio State going to stay one or is LSU going to jump them after what they did in the SEC championship game? LSU, after demolishing Georgia, does bump up to the one spot. Anybody have any beef with that, with LSU as the number one team? I do not. I think it's LSU's year. I think uh, Burrow is kind of front runner for the Heisman. Um, after taking care of business and laying out what's in front of them, I think they deserve to be number one. 
although Ohio State did kind of show out a little bit in their championship game. It was kind of murky at first, and they came back and kind of killed it. But I still think overall LSU had more of the domination, so they get one. I think if they meet up, it'll be a fun game. So, Chase? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, uh, I got no problems with it. LSU had a lot of impressive wins. They beat they, – did they play Texas? They beat Texas. They Alabama. beat Alabama. They beat – Yep, 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 everybody. So, a lot of impressive wins. Can't really remember a lot of Ohio State wins. They beat Michigan, apparently. They're 13-0. and uh, <laughs> It sucks that Ohio State, to win the national championship, has to beat Clemson and, I'm assuming, LSU. Right. That's tough. Yeah. Uh, for me, I had no problem with it. I probably would have kept Ohio State one. Um, Ohio State has more top 25 wins, but LSU definitely has the better, like, wins like they're more of the top 10 wins where Ohio State's are more of like the 15 through 25 so you probably give LSU the advantage there but to me Ohio State's the more complete team I think they're uh, top 10 nationally in both offense and defense so um, to me that shows they're the more complete team Um, I think they were more consistent throughout the year uh, where LSU's defense gave up a ton of yards and points to like Vanderbilt and Ole Miss and, and stuff like that but um really at the end of the day honestly I, I don't I don't know if I just don't like a lot of these times like on a lot of these shows I've like been very passionate one way or the other about a team that got in or out if you get the four right that are in it's hard for me to really care that much about the actual seating of it especially when like the resumes were so similar um and I think both teams actually had a legit argument um as far as the actual matchups itself, let's start with LSU-Oklahoma. I don't think anybody in the world except outside of Norman, Oklahoma, is going to pick Oklahoma to beat LSU. Does that give Oklahoma a shot, though? I mean, yeah. if they're overlooked, you know, they might. They have a long time to prepare. Yeah, I, I love Lincoln Riley as much as the next guy. Uh, I personally would like to see him be uh, my NFL team's head coach next year. Um, but to me, their offensive line – hasn't been great all year they're dealing with some injuries and like to the defense everybody knows about Oklahoma's defense it's just it's not great and then three Jalen Hurts just fumbles a lot like a lot it seems like every game I watch he puts the ball on the ground he doesn't always lose them but it seems like he fumbles almost two or three times a game and eventually that's going to catch up to you like you you just can't keep putting the ball on the ground and expect to recover it and not turn the ball over. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I hope I hope Hurts has a good day. I want to see what happens with him as a prospect fumbling aside. I think that's going to be interesting. Uh, also, this is this is kind of um, this is super un- unrelated, but uh, I we need some we need more quarterbacks like in the NFL because once these old guys retire, it's going to get ugly. Yeah. It's already kind of ugly. You're seeing with, like, the injuries, right. some of the older guys that – or, like, even, like, with how bad, like, Phil Rivers has been. Like, the like Steelers can't turn to anybody. The because, Steelers are on their third-string quarterback. Yeah, so yeah. it's already pretty ugly out there. Lose Once we lose Rivers, Roethlisberger, once we lose Brady, Breeze only got so many years left. It's like, okay, we got our, we got our young crop of, like, Deshaun Watson – uh, Russell Wilson and like Lamar Jackson, who I mean, this is his breakout year, so I need to see another year or two of it before I'm like he's 
one of the next guys. It's like, okay, then after that, like, what are we even – a bunch of ifs. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a lot of – I think the difference from, like, to go off on your tangent some, like, with the old – like, the old quarterbacks that are still around, I think what <clears> we saw in the NFL was a lot of, like, you were either elite pretty much, like, production-wise, <clears> and then, like, the fall-off from them to the next group was really, really big. Whereas now it feels like with the young guys, maybe we're not quite as elite as those guys were, but it feels like there's a, a closer variance from the really, really good guys to like just the good guys. Like I think of like, I know this is probably some Homer pick, but like you think of how great like Deshaun, Mahomes, Russell, those guys are. There's not like a huge fallout with like Dak or like uh, if Carson Wentz is playing to the caliber. Like, I think they're closer there than what the guys behind a Breeze, Brady, Rogers. Like, yeah. I think where, that gap was a lot bigger. Yeah, where it used to be them and then it'd be like Eli and like, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Guys like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, guys like guys like Dak and like Brissett coming up, you know, for the short stint he had this year, if he could continue that next year, you know, yeah, I, it, it is closer. It's definitely closer. And shit, man, I just hope we get some better quarterbacks because it's, it's a pass-happy league, and if we got a bunch of bad quarterbacks, it's going to be ugly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Be well, watching the XFL instead of the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. That's a that's an interesting point. Okay, so we all agree, I think, LSU. And yes. Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, I, just, I don't – I think they could score a lot of points on the LSU defense, but I, not consistently enough. Uh, all right, let's get to the, the real game. Clemson, Ohio State. Yes. Um, I think everybody probably agrees Ohio State's the better team. If you ask me, I am personally picking Clemson, even though I think Ohio State's the best team in the nation. I would take Clemson in this game. Just, just the way they match up? or I think their offense is clicking. The defense has gotten better throughout the year. I think Dabo is the best coach in the country, not named Nick Saban. And I think he's playing this, like, we're kind of the underdog right, here. Right. We were the defending national champs. We go undefeated. They rank us third. We've won 28 games in a row, and they're still not giving us the credit we deserve. I think that's a huge chip to play. Yeah. I think you keep pounding that into the head of a bunch of 20-year-old young men, like, over the next three weeks right. to prepare. Like, and the, I think, the time to prepare. Yeah, I think yeah. they're just going to come out pissed off, honestly, sure. and kind of – Blitz like uh, Ohio State, like they did to Alabama last year. After everybody talked about how well it's Alabama's year, like Clemson's not going to beat them. I just think that motivating factor has always been what like drives Clemson is that like underdog role, and Dabo plays it perfectly. And I just I think it's going to be a big impact. And I think also the Ryan Day is a great coach, but this is his first year. He's never experienced this. Like I I, I just think there's so many advantages to Clemson that are like kind of behind the scenes when it's not just like evaluating the talent on the field that, and let's not forget Trevor Lawrence has done this. Like right. he, he's the one who's done this. Right. Justin Fields is technically, this is his first year starting. He's never played in anything as big as this. So um, I really like Clemson in this game. How, how are we feeling about Justin Fields as a prospect? He can come out this year, right? Um, I, he might be able to. He shouldn't, but he might be able 
that too. Does Lawrence have one more year? <laughs> Lawrence has one more year. Lawrence has one more year. Two is coming out this year with his well, vote. Well, the door open. Lawrence should be an OG stud by the time he's ready to go pro. He he looks pro ready now, and he's yeah. going to develop. It's going to be dope. Yeah. How we feel about Burrow in the league? I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be the number one pick. I The tough part for him is he's going to go to Cincinnati, and they suck. They're yeah. so bad. And it's just like – it's one of those things where it's like, can they set him up where it's not just like failure after failure after right. failure? They can't because they, they got the cheapest franchise in football, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> they the, the cheapest owner, uh, and he's not dedicated to winning. Shout out to, uh, to Marvin Brown. Who the hell used to be that? Huh? Marvin Lewis. Marvin Lewis. <laughs> for, for going 8-8 eight and eight all those years with that terrible, terrible fucking – Terrible owner, but yeah, I, does he does Burrow have another year where he could just threaten to come back if he doesn't if Cincinnati gets number one or no. win Cincinnati gets number one? Yeah, I think he's this is technically his senior year. Jesus God, maybe they'll just fuck it up and draft like somebody else. I don't know. He got he never know. I think Burrow might actually be older than Lamar. Oh really? Oh yeah, I remember hearing about that. Yeah, he old as shit. You know who else is old as Garoppolo? Garoppolo's twenty eight. Yeah, he was a backup for like three years. Jesus Christ, man. Not my quarterback. Not my QB1. <laughs> but, but going back to the matchup itself, um, I like all your – I mean, you're making a lot of good points. I just – I think Ohio State is too much to handle. Um, I think I, – I know I just said it's LSU's year, but on the other side it's Ohio State's year, and I think that matchup will prove whose actual year it is. Um, I just think – this is the matchup that it's supposed to be. So I, I don't know. I just I, I don't see Clemson winning. But you make good points in the the underdog factor, so you never know. But I'm picking Ohio State. Hey, what about LSU and national championship in New Orleans? Yeah, that's another point. That's another good point for sure. Okay, that's crazy. Yeah, toss up for me. Maybe Clemson. I like the way they receivers was catching footballs in the national championship game last year. That's it. That's analysis. <laughs> I like it. I love I beautiful, the, beautiful catches, man. The orange, huh? I said I hope they wear the orange. When Clemson wears the orange, they just oh, yeah. look more athletic. They should let both teams wear their primary color. Like it's yeah. not close. Just yeah. wear orange or red. Don't don't sleep on the Clemson purples though. Those are the Clemson fire purples too. are fire. Those are fire. They never wear those anymore. Yeah. All right, so you you have LSU, Ohio State. Right. I would take Clemson, LSU. Chase, what would your championship matchup be? It would be it would be LSU and probably Clemson because when in doubt, I go with the better quarterback if they're going to have a shootout. Right. So do you like LSU or Ohio State? I, I go LSU. LSU. Like I said, I, I, I think it's LSU's year. I think Burrow wins the Heisman. Like you said, it's in uh, New Orleans, the championship game is. And I think that's just kind of the the storyline. Yeah. I think they, they get it done. How crazy is is uh, Dabo's pregame speech in in New Orleans? He's like, yo, this is a home game for them. They don't, you know, you nobody's gonna pick us. Even though they're twenty eight games straight, nobody's gonna pick us. Yep. You know, we're the underdog. Getting paychecks. Except he'll make you want to run through a wall. That's the only other. That's the only different part of that of his speech. <laughs> I would take Clemson. I, my pick is Clemson to win a national championship. Really? Wow. Okay. 
Oh, like, man. you want to see that happen, you actually see that happen. I think that's what's going to happen. Okay. I've been wrong. But we know, I, listen, we, we, know, we know that the Alabama fans are going to be kind of itching because they're not, in the, they're not in the playoff this year. If Clemson goes back-to-back, I think that puts a little bit more fire under Saban's seat. Yeah, I, I don't think there's heat under Saban's seat. I think there's more of a chip on his shoulder. <laughs> they're trying to light the grill. They're trying to light the grill. They need to go get some more wood chips. But they're trying to they're trying to spark it. They yeah. go they they get they don't make the playoff again next year and he gonna listen. They gonna fry his ass. Yeah, I I think he'll be okay. <laughs> Whether they should, I you know whatever. But I you listen. Here's the thing: if Tua was healthy in Navy Auburn, they'd be in the playoff. Yeah, yeah. That's another thing: a Bama playoff, a. Bama list playoffs. It's kind of playoffs. nice. It's, yeah, kind of it's, nice. it's a breath of fresh air a little bit. Yeah. It's, it's kind of nice. It's also nice because I thought was I thought it, initially I thought it was going to be nice because we'd have another really good game to watch because Alabama was playing somebody. But yeah, you're right. There's going to be a lot of people sitting. It's going to be a good game. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That's Citrus. Citrus Bowl. Who's sponsoring that? Who's sponsoring Citrus? I don't know if they some are. orange juice company. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't know. That's the game we should play. Is I should read the bowl games off and you try to guess the sponsors because some of them are atrocious. Well, some of them don't even match. Like the Fiesta Bowl used to be Tostitos, and like, okay, I, I kind of get that. Now it's PlayStation. It's just random. <laughs> the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That's it doesn't roll the tongue. <laughs> Tostitos patch on all the old gear looks used to be so far. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And the, the Nokia Sugar Bowl. That used to be Ew. the old one. Ew. That's what it used to be. <laughs> Nokia is probably not even a company anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we'll move off that. Any last things from college football? No, I got, I got nothing. Uh, you believe it's over? Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, it's quick. Yeah, very quick. This year's slow live period. When did they announce the Heisman? Uh, I think next week. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, Burrow's got it. Burrow's got That's money in the bag. Yeah. Burrow, Fields, um, Chase Young, and... Have they already announced this, or this is just your yeah, prediction? No, no, there's four finalists. I forget who the fourth one was. Tua, I think, maybe. No, Tua didn't make it. It hurts? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think. I, I will say I think Wisconsin's running back Jonathan Taylor should have been invited. He shouldn't have won, but he should have been invited. Um, anyway, that's fine. This is the first time they've done four in a minute, right? It feel like it's been like two or three the past couple of years. Yeah, I think they can bring up to like six or really? like something like that. But they never invite the full full people, right? But okay, let's uh, let's do a quick NFL update, Chase. Me and you will be in attendance for the Broncos Chiefs game on Sunday. It's true. It's very true. Are you rooting for the Broncos to win at this point, or is it like me? Well, like, no, it's more like would you rather them win? They're not going to make the playoffs and like hurt their draft pick, or would you rather them like lose but like be competitive? I mean, they don't have a great pick. One game isn't going to make a difference. I'd love to see an upset. I'm going to wear some Broncos gear. You're gonna wear what? I'm gonna wear some Broncos gear, little yeah. hat, t-shirt. You're gonna get. You're uh, gonna get yelled at. <laughs> you can ask him about this time that we went to Arrowhead for a Cowboys game. Your boy was getting abused verbally. 
but he <laughs> don't let him fool you. He he was very okay to talk shit back. I did start it, but I mean I wasn't gonna be quiet. Right, I wore I wore Jags gear to a game one time, and they let me rock. Granted, yeah. I had Matt Coast on though. You know what I was I was doing the real fair weather shit where like. Every time the uh, Chiefs score, I like put the coat on, and then every time the Chiefs or uh, the Chiefs gave up one, I took it off. <laughs> the guys uh, were so confused. Yeah, it's a little different. These are division rivals, so they'll care a little bit more. The so I went to the Raiders game a couple weeks ago, and that's like the big rivalry is Chiefs Raiders. Yeah, yeah. There was like six fights. It was bad. <laughs> what did you wear? Wear a Chiefs sweatshirt. I always just wear a standard Chiefs sweatshirt. Okay. I don't really like see, to cheer. See, I was neutral. I mean, kind of neutral. I remember when we went. I wore, wore the red, red polo. I wore the red polo. <laughs> yeah. Technically, it's not Chiefs gear, but it's red, so I can blend in. <laughs> yeah. Raiders, yeah I have fans, just, Raiders fans been known to fight about it, so I'm not surprised there. Oh, yeah. There was one guy who, like, he kept complaining that the Chiefs fans were, like, yelling at him. It was, like, him and his son. And, like, it was, like, older. Like, the son was a grown-up. And they were just bitching the whole time. And then they got kicked out because when security was down there, he threatened to punch the dude in the back of the head. <laughs> like, All right, you're out of here. I remember last time when we went to the Jacks Chiefs game, somebody got slept on the way out. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, I, I was walking around. I was walking around the corner to take my my uh, post game pre car piss, and yeah. there was, <laughs> and the dude just hit the ground, and somebody just took off running. I was like, oh my god, bro. <laughs> Yeah, it, it can get Arrowhead can get rowdy for sure. It's gonna be cold as shit too. Are you gonna survive? How many layers are you gonna have on? Several. Are you kidding me? I'm gonna have one like the heat, the heat compressions. Sleep <laughs> full socks. I'm bringing gloves. I'm bringing a little hat for my ears. But are you kidding me? I'm laid up. Feel the recognized chase. What's the What's the forecast look like? I think it's supposed, supposed to be. Cold? I think it's supposed to be in the twenties. Oh, yeah, five. something like that, and like maybe snow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's gonna be ugly. Man. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be cold. Just be ready for that. But uh, anyway, okay. So let, let's talk. Randall will be here in shorts. This man always wears fucking shorts. <laughs> they made they made fun of me uh, at the last the Raiders game. It was fucking cold, and I had jeans and a sweatshirt on. And they're like all bundled up, like looking at me, like, "Are you? Where's your coat?" I'm like, "I don't own a coat. I don't." Oh, are you not? <laughs> Lives in Iowa, bro. Jeez. Savagery. I'm wearing shorts right now. It's probably under thirty. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Disgusting. I'm built differently. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <wow>. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's the type. Of uh, I'm gonna have one of them joints that Brady be wearing on the sideline. Them big ass goddamn <laughs> big ass jackets. You, you should get like the team issued one. Wear a helmet. Oh hell yeah! Get a get a hand warmer up front. Go sit in front of that fucking like air. <laughs> Fucking space heater thing they got, like that fucking super blaster. If you wear a helmet, people might get the wrong impression. I don't know. <laughs> They're like, go oh, punt return. I'm like, fair catch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, you want to talk about your boy Drew Locke? Anything you want to say about him? He looks very impressive. Do you think he's future? I have no idea, man. It's like two good games in a row. Yeah. Like, great. You know, I don't know. He could be Daniels in two weeks. What happened to uh, uh, Flacco? Did he get hurt? Yeah, he got uh, hurt. Uh, a while ago. Okay. You know. so I don't. I don't catch Broncos news very often. <laughs> he got hurt like five weeks ago. You gotta follow the beat. No, yeah, we uh, 
We're looking good. We're looking good. I think we're gonna pull off the upset. Maybe not. Who knows? <laughs> Mahomes got Mahomes' hand got half a hand. Yeah. Bum knee. We might pull this off. Drew Lock. Yeah, I hope he's the future. I don't. I didn't think he was coming out of Mizzou, and then you know he's been great early. So you know what can I say? I got to root for him. But odds are, if you look at uh, you know Elway's history, this won't last long. Yeah, that is true. That is very, very true. All right, Trey, let's turn it to you. The Ravens. This oh, yeah. Left two. They got the lock pretty much for the MVP and Lamar Jackson. Here's my question. Okay. Is Lamar Jackson sustainable for like 10 years? Uh, like, I've, like I've been saying, like, all right, here's the weird part. I remember at the very beginning when we first started this podcast – I think it was just around the time when NFL was just kind of starting to get kicked off. I specifically said, I was like, I don't have very high expectations for this year. I like Lamar Jackson. He's really talented. But this type of quarterback, the running style, run option, uh, run pass option type quarterback, I don't think they last very long in this this league because they just get hurt. Um, Now, granted, Lamar has kind of beat that thus far. Um, but 10 years, I don't know. I, at that point, it not even really with injury. I mean, maybe injury, but it's more so just I'm just next year. I think teams will figure him out a little bit more and the offense a little bit more. So they'll have to adapt. Um, I, I think he's a talented guy. I think the Ravens are putting a lot of stock into him. So I think he's the franchise quarterback. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, it's so hard to tell because that style of quarterback normally gets hurt. Um, but I remember back when I, you know, at the beginning of this year, I was like, I don't know if he's the future. He's definitely the future. Yeah, yeah. Whether he can sustain it or not is the question. Right. So Chase, do you have any thoughts on that? No. Yeah. I mean, you just, you ride it out as long as, as possible, right. Until he takes those three or four big hits that change his game in which you can't, you know, play him in exactly the same way. Um, should even, how long did, how long did cams run last? And he's way bigger. Um, granted he, you know, did a lot more fourth and inches type runs where it's direct contact. Right. Uh, a lot more reckless for sure. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. I, it's most, one of the most exciting quarterbacks in recent years coming right. off. I mean, coming off of the Mahomes year last year and we get to see this, this year where somebody breaks the quarterback rushing record and he's taking ankles every week, right? Yeah. Weekly ankle collector. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's great to see. Do I I think it lasts 10 years? I can't see it lasting 10 years, but it'll be fun while it lasts. Right. Right. It's one of those things, though, it's weird. He's like a skinny dude, but like at the same time, he's also well put together. Where Yeah. And it's also weird. It's because he's so shifty and so damn fast that he doesn't really take a ton of big hits. Like those hits do, I'm sure, add up throughout each game, each week, you know progressively it probably you know you probably start to feel those more but it still just doesn't seem like he takes any big shots to me what i worry about with him is if like he like sprains an ankle or something because he sprained the ankle and for him that's probably a lot worse than any other type of player like it's the whole it's all of his explosiveness, you know, in that ankle. So, yeah, he sprains ankle and it's worse. But, but yeah, he, I, I agree with you. He's he's slim just like RG3 was, but he's he's just – some people are just built, like, yeah. sturdier. You know what yeah. I mean? 
Yeah, and, and even like if, if you sprain the ankle, even doing like the drop, getting rid of it quick, you're putting some torque on that ankle. Um, that probably doesn't feel great. Like it just affects a lot of things. As far as if ten years from now, if I see him, I think it's going to depend on how the Ravens adapt his game and how he adapts to his own game. It's going to be a matter of can he not always have to run if the first or possibly second option isn't open? Can he start to maybe throw the ball away instead of scrambling for three yards and taking a hit? Like, yeah. does he start to make those small adjustments, the adjustments that RG3 never took, frankly? Um, Redskins never took with RG3 to prolong the career a little bit where maybe the in-game isn't highlight-worthy, mm-hmm. but it's more efficient, more effective, and then in the long run is, is better for both the player and the team. Um, and more specifically, does he continue to develop as a passer? Yeah, um, same thing. Like, because certain, not every time, but a lot of a lot of quarterbacks really, really. De- I mean, Brady in '02 was not the Brady from '07 who said all those touchdown records with Randy Moss. Like, that's not the same guy. Right. Right, and I, I I would add to the Brady thing. When I think of Tom Brady, I think of him more so as a winner. In terms of quarterback ability, right now he dumps it off. Yeah, yeah, right, right now it's right. different, I mean, but yeah. So, I mean, he's adapted his game where they're still winning. Now, granted, they've lost a couple uh, in the past couple weeks, but, um, I mean, he just dumps it off, and, they, I mean, they win. It, right. it gets it done. So, I mean, it, it's, it's adapting to the league as well because the other teams are going to learn their offense. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, it's, yeah definitely. the Bra- I mean, Brady right now is ugly, but there's a, there's a good 10-year stretch in between of, beginning when they ask him to really just manage and the end here where he they're still asking him to win games and he can't do it as well as he did before but he's still he's still getting there but right. there's a between time where he really could throw them into a win and oh, yeah. shit, and we saw that you know prime time they were down 28-3 you don't get that comeback by running the ball right 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 well, it just more often than not more often than not throughout his career they really haven't had a lot of options for him receiving wise they the, the times when he's had great receiving courts have been like outliers. Right, right. And let, let's talk. Let's talk about. Let's move to the Patriots a little bit. They, like Trey, you said, they've lost uh, the past two games. Uh, Brady has looked um, more Eli Manning-ish than Tom Brady-ish. Um, it's not good. Is it, the end near? Is it, that the question? That's kind of the question here. I know everybody's really scared to write off the Patriots, and I'm not even. Talking about the Patriots, like they could go on to win the Super Bowl this year because they have a historically good defense. But like more specifically, Tom Brady, it just something isn't right. And I get it, Chase. To your point, the weapons aren't there. They have no tight end. Uh, the Sanu trade, which I never really understood when they made it, hasn't been working out. They're relying on a couple rookie receivers, and then basically all he has is Julian Edelman, um, who can be a really, 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 really good receiver to, like, move the chains and, and get open when you need him, but hard to rely on him for 60 minutes a game each game um, because he's not really built for that. And, um, and, teams are, and they got they got so few weapons that teams are doubling Edelman. Right, and then you're really screwed. That's never where you want to be. And then with the and then their other passing option is James White, but, of course, when he comes in the, t- comes in the game, you know they're going to pretty much pass the ball because Sonny Michelle can't catch. Right, and Sony Michelle has been awful this year. Granted, the O line hasn't been great, so 
Is it? Do we think it's more of the product around Brady? Do we think some of it's on Brady? Is it all Brady? What What, what do we think about the Brady issue? I'd say I'd say it's definitely both. They definitely have less uh, options than usual. They they were going to bring in um, Demarius Thomas, and they cut him a week later to bring in AB. That didn't work out. AB still petitioning to get him back on the team, to, even as of uh, several hours ago. <laughs> Nikhil Harry has really just come back. He's been injured all year, so we'll see. We'll see what happens there. And you know, they traded for Sanu. They could have traded for Emmanuel Sanders at the same time. I don't know if you feel like that would have been a big difference, or if it's kind of, you know, just more of like trading for one another team's number two guy to be your number one guy. Yeah. You know, how how well does that work? And you know, they got Edelman. So yeah, the, the weapons aren't all the way there. And Brady's, you can tell, definitely isn't the same guy. But one thing about the Patriots is, first of all, the next three games are Bengals, Bills, Dolphins. So I'd like to see what happens in that Bills game because that's going to be, you know, a good division predictor. Uh, yeah. But also, but also, like, we thought the same thing last year. Maybe it wasn't this bad, but he didn't look the same last year. And it sort of looked like he kind of turned it on in the, uh, in the playoffs. So maybe he does it again. I don't know. Do we think that – do we think that – Brady's the quarterback next year? What's happening with that? Isn't there some weird contract stuff going on with them? Yeah. Um, so he put his house up for sale. Alex Guerrero is like trainer of the TV 12 method kind of yeah. creator. Put his house up for sale. Um, it does sound like he could become a free agent at the end of this year via like the contract they worked out at the beginning of the year. Uh, so question is do they re-sign him for a year does he go sign somewhere else um does he retire i i think a lot of it's up in the air to me it's easy if he wins the super bowl i think he finally retires um but if not that's where it gets murky i don't know what he does one thing i don't foresee <laughs> is i i i fail to see that he'll go to another team i i think he's been a patriot forever he wants to retire a patriot i'm sure um i i get i get money talks but I said the same thing about Montana back in the day, and I would have said the same thing about the, uh, about Peyton. Yeah, I, I think the one thing, the only reason I could see him leaving is I think there is actual, like, tension between Brady and Belichick. And I yeah. think both guys want to prove that they can win it without the other. And so I could see Brady just being like, fuck it, give me two years with another team and let me see if I can actually go, like, do this thing without Belichick. But then part of it is, does he also think like, okay, but what if I do do that and it's just a huge failure? Right. Then everybody's going to say, well, it was all Tarnish. Tarnishes so the like, legacy. I, I think that's the he Yeah, he doesn't want those Montana on the Chiefs years. Yeah. Uh, Where he goes if he does go somewhere? What if the Vikings What if the Vikings just be like, all right, man, fuck Kirk, bro. Like, this isn't working. We paid you most of your money, I think. Yeah. I think they have one more. You Brady in Minneapolis. Yeah. Brady Cousins and bring in Brady. What about the Bears? Yeah, that I knew there was a team I was thinking of that, yeah, bring Brady into the Bears. I'd love that. I mean, I think they have a talent enough defense to get something done. Right. That'd be interesting. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the other team. Someone mentioned, uh, someone on the ringer said the Chargers, but like, why would you replace Rivers with Brady? That doesn't seem to make any sense to me. Yeah. yeah I'm I don't know. Bill Rivers guy, so. Hmm. I mean, they w I don't think they would do that unless Rivers was retiring. I don't think they would turn their back on their guy for Brady right now because 
unless he was retiring. That's why I was trying to think of like, yeah, quarter teams that seem like they're quarterback away, like yeah. the Bears, like the Vikings. They got so much talent on offense, and they got a, they still got a pretty good defense. And it's like, okay, if you put Brady in there with those weapons, like, yeah. can, can he make some shake? The only other team I was thinking of um, would be the Colts, but at this point, I would probably take Jacoby over Brady. Uh, Damn. 2019, who would have thought you'd be saying that? 42, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, if you would have asked us 10 years ago we, who we would take in 10 years, we probably would say the young Colts quarterback rather than 42 <laughs> year old Tom Brady. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's, listen, it's, he's, 40, he's 42. It's crazy right. what he's doing. It is crazy. It's similar kind of to what LeBron's doing. You don't know if it's a product of like the time and technology and, kind of the, the sports science knowledge of what you can do like for your body, but also like just the work ethic and, and, and doing what you do, man. It, it's, it's impressive. But uh, don't write off the Patriots. No, they, they can not. click it on and yeah. win the whole thing. So there's a reason this franchise has won as many games on as many Super Bowls, been to as many playoffs as they've been. Uh, they know how to do it. Um, and it starts at the top. Um, and those two are still there. And as long as those two are in Foxborough, uh, you can't count them out. But something just looks wrong. Yeah. I mean, listen, Brady's older than Dirk, man. He's old. He's old. He's the same age as Vince Carter. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. It's not good. Yeah. But, yeah, we can't, can't – I mean, you can't count them out. They get to the playoffs and it's fucking, you know, you just need to put together 40 minutes or 60 minutes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, uh, let's, yeah. Uh, let's move on. Let's do let's do our AFC NFC talk. Let's do it. Uh, Ra- uh, Rams. Uh, Saints 49ers played an epic game on Sunday. Year so far, um, AFC wise, it really feels kind of like a three team race. If I'm thinking about it, who do we like in the NFC? Who do we like in the AFC? To me, AFC is pretty standard. It's it's Ravens, it's Patriots, it's Chiefs. Um, some you could argue maybe the Texans, but after what the Broncos just did to them, I don't want to argue the Texans. <laughs> <laughs> of the three teams, which teams do you feel most confident in? I mean, I think you know my answer. Yeah, your answer. Yeah, I mean, right the Ravens. I just I hope they didn't peak too early, but. Right. I feel the best about the Ravens right now. I don't think the Ravens – I don't think the Patriots want to see the Ravens in a playoff matchup right now. Yeah. yeah. Got to keep taking care of business. Yeah. To me, it's the Chiefs. I think I think the Chiefs, when they're clicking, that offense is just something special. I, I, you think this is the year they get over the playoff hump, though? I don't know. So much of it's going to depend on seeding and who's where because yeah. – you might have to see the Chiefs go back into Foxborough, uh, depending on how things shake out. If they shake out where – I'll say it this way. If Kansas City gets to play New England at home, I think the Chiefs are going to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, if they have to go to Foxborough, win that, and then go to Baltimore, it's a lot tougher. Um, yeah. But I, I, to me, I think the Chiefs defensively have gotten a lot better. They're starting to get healthier. Um and it's just a matter of time before that offense really, really like takes off to what they're capable of doing. And I don't think anybody has the firepower to stay with them. Bro, seventeen is so fast. 
Yeah, uh, Nicole Hardman. Yeah, oh my god. I think they said at one point that I think they have four or five guys that like their college forty time was under four four. <laughs> no, that shit is that shit is crazy. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. It, it'd be hard to it'd be hard to go to Tyreek Hill. What'd you say? I don't think, I don't think he's faster than Tyreek Hill. Yeah, no, it's close. Like, to have two guys that fast is crazy. <laughs> it's stupid. Yeah, to, to go into Foxborough and then have to try to beat the the Ravens would be really tough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What if the Ravens thing runs out of steam? What if the Patriots thing turns around? You know, can Mahomes just put it all together in a, in a few playoff games and get to the Super Bowl? I'd love to see either one of those three teams in the Super Bowl. Honestly, I'd rather see the Ravens or the Chiefs just because it's probably got a better chance of being a high-scoring game. I don't want to see the, the Patriots ugly it up in another fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, it comes down to who's the two seed, really. Because um, I think you, if you have to beat the Chiefs and then the Ravens or you have to beat the Patriots and the Ravens, uh, it sets up perfectly for the Ravens, I think, honestly. Um, I think they're sitting pretty if they can hold on to the one spot. They're going to be tough tough to beat to get to the Super Bowl. All right. Yeah. Patriots might if, be a wild card. <laughs> I don't think so, but maybe. <laughs> I think they'd have to lose. They might have to lose twice for them to be a wild card. Listen. Oh, yeah. Bengals and Dolphins. That's tough. Yeah. Do they, uh, they face any sanctions from this uh, this video thing with the Bengals? I don't know. I really have, like, stayed away from that whole thing. So, they first off, if you're going to do, like, cheat, why are you cheating against the Bengals? I don't know. But I think they admitted fault. Like yeah, last- yeah. Wait, I don't know anything about this. What happened? They were filming, like, the Patriots were doing, like, a film thing, but, like, they were filming the Bengals' sideline for eight minutes during the game. This year? Yeah, like, last week. Yes. And, like, a Bengals- of course the Patriots are involved. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the Bengals, like, employee found it and, like, went and got the NFL involved. Um, and the Patriots, like, production team took, took the blame. Belichick said he didn't know anything about it, so. Of course, yeah. Listen, now's not the time to not say. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, all right, let's go. Let's move to the NFC. NFC is a different story. You got the Niners. You got the Seahawks. Um, you Saints. got Saints. You got Packers. You got Vikings. Could possibly. I'm not going to even mention the NFC East because that's a shit show right now. But okay. of all of those teams, who? Who maybe give me two if, if it's really tough for you? Who do you feel the most confident about getting to, let's say, the NFC Championship game and then possibly the Super Bowl? Chase, we'll start with you. Saints, Seahawks. Saints and Seahawks. Wow. Big 49er fans. I don't believe. I know. I just saw what happened with uh, with Jimmy against the Saints. We all saw it. I don't believe. Wow. Okay. I, w- I mean, so I would say, I, I mean, I think on our, on our last podcast, I, I didn't have all my faith in the Niners, but the Saints were my number two. And after seeing what they did to the Saints, I think I'm hopping on board with the NFC uh, Niners. So I, I'll, I'll go with uh, Niners in this. Okay. Uh, to me, it's still the Saints would be my number one. Um, 
The only reason I say that is the 49ers ran a lot of like trickery to score oh, some did. of the points. Um, and did they maybe blow their load too fast? Like, I don't know if you can do that again. Like, I think if it's just a kind of a straight up game, I think the Saints proved they can score on that defense and if they can just kind of like watch out for the trick, <laughs> the trickery, like I think they're, they're in a good position. Um, so I still like the Saints as my number one. I would put the Niners second, though. I, I, I think those are the two best teams in the NFC. Um, I worry about the Seahawks. If they fall down early like they did against the Rams, it just feels like the game's over. Um, I think they need to open their offense up more. They have Russell Wilson, but they like don't trust him enough to like just sling the ball. Um, yeah, and I don't, I don't understand why. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it did. It did feel weird that the uh, Niners pulled out all. It seemed like they pulled out all the stops for the regular season game. It's like uh, Shanahan, you want to save some of that for maybe the playoffs? Like, uh, yeah. They, it felt like they were just going all in, putting their chips in to get the one seed. Yeah, true. It makes sense. You don't want to have to go back in the playoffs to play the Saints in the in you know in the Superdome. Yeah, so, like I get, but at the same time. You might have just played your best game. I don't know if you can play better than that. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely think the Saints are uh, the team to beat in the NFC for sure. The Saints are marching. They are. All right, that's all I got. NFL talk. Any any other NFL talk you'd like to? No, let's go ahead and uh, I think we're all thinking it. Let's jump to baseball. Uh, it was a huge. <laughs> <laughs> Real one main topic, the big the big contract. Gary Cole got like three hundred million. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, there you go. There's your breaking news. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'll let you lead NBA. Is there any any NBA talk? We have a fun little thing we're gonna do at the end. Is there anything that is keeping your interest NBA talk wise? Who's the who's uh? I always forget the name of this team. I think they're uh, number one in the standings overall in the league. Little team, little team. Lakers. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tip of the tongue. You know how that goes. Yeah, yeah. man. Lakers number one. You know, AD just dropped fifty earlier this week. MVP, AD for MVP. Called it, called it early. Uh, we're still on. We're on pace. You know what I mean? We're right on pace. Checking our watches. Uh, yeah, Lakers look great. Warriors look terrible. I saw I saw my, uh, Matt Barnes catch a stray earlier today. They they did the they did the rankings in the Pacific Division from first to last, and they was they used Matt Barnes in every jersey. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, uh, that's 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 harsh. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Lakers look great. The Sixers don't look nearly as great as I thought they would have so far in the season. I thought you know. We talked about how much talent and depth they have, and it doesn't look like it's mattering that much. The Heat look way better than expected. So the bet I got with a friend of ours about the uh, – I got a bet whether – I said the the Heat would be seven games better than the, than the Pistons or the Nets, one of the two. Either way, both doing fine. Kyrie's hurt. Dinwiddie's doing his thing. Uh, Boston looks cool. Let's let's talk about the Nets real quick. The Dinwiddie situation is weird. He hits the game winner the other night, ignores KD. Like he, you weird. can see like visibly upset when like Kyrie's on the floor, and yeah. it, it it 
it brings up the question of it seems like one of those two has to go, right? And you're probably not trading Kyrie because of what you just put together. Do you think they really gets traded? I, I hope not. I hope they can figure it out because I think having Dinwiddie on the floor at the end of the game will really add another, you know, dynamic ball handler for them. But I'm sure he's getting tired of sitting in the corner and watching Kyrie dribble 35 times. Yeah, well, just think about even next year, and I don't know what his contract situation is, but even he next year. Re- he re-upped last year for like three years, 30 so then, times, something reasonable. So next year is going to be even worse when it's not Kyrie, it's KD. Yeah. But I feel like – here's the thing. I feel like he'll respect it from KD. I feel like for some reason he doesn't respect it from Kyrie. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why. If I was me, what do you think they get from Ky- for Kyrie right now? Obviously, they're not going to trade him because you didn't sign KD with his friend to then trade the guy you just signed yeah. him to play with. But I'd love to trade Kyrie for some pieces and let some other guys take over instead at the end of the game. Would you take <laughs> – would you do Kyrie for – Kevin Love and Darius Garland? Fuck, uh, no. Can't do it. I which, don't think so. Which side? I, if I'm the Nets, I don't think I can do that. What, if it, what if it was Sexton? And- doesn't, doesn't make a difference. Doesn't move the needle. Do you think... The problem is, like, salary-wise, it's going to be real tough to match that up. Yeah. Yeah, true. But yeah, no. But then when he doesn't look happy at all, I don't know how they fix it. Uh, we heard so much over the summer about their uh, their culture. So hopefully they can. Uh, Kyrie, <laughs> act in. Fuck that one yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> man, what's been happening? Uh, Houston is still acting like the snitch off the recess. Just, just turning in very long reports about uh, how they should have won that game that one time because that those two points in the second quarter. Really change the, the the outcome of the game. Is there a team? There's a team like so, and I think we've talked about this before. I actually grew up a Rockets fan. My sister and my brother-in-law live in Houston. He's a big Rockets fan. I you know, fucking hate. I was a, a T Max fan, so I was right there with you. Yeah, no, the T Max D franchise, Yao Ming, Yao, Chain uh, Battier, like Rafer Alston. Okay. I, I was all so, of. Them. Oh, I was a huge Rockets fan. But now, like, I can't stand them. Like, I refuse to watch them. I don't even like watching them. Yeah. They're just some hoes, man. It's just like, why are y'all acting like that? Well, it's boring to me. I, I hate watching it. I think it's boring to watch. I, like, I, don't, like I, I will admit, Harden, it's incredible to watch what he does. Like, no doubt he's a, a special, special player that's going to reflect later in what we do. But yeah. I can't stand watching. Yeah, you know what? You know, just I, it sucks when he he shoots a wide open three and then somebody you know taps his leg adjacently and he just he didn't even fall out like like in a drastic manner. He just kind of lays down like he's laying onto like a fucking air mattress or something like <laughs> calm and controlled. And then he's like, Bruh! he's like, damn, that's a four point play, right? Like, I'm having enough of it. I had a, I reached my peak frustration with Harden like a year or two ago when it's just like, all right, well, you literally can't defend him. He he steps back and you jump enough to contest it. Then he flops and it's a foul. It's a four-point play or a three-point play. Or he runs to the rim and he sticks his arm out. And you, or he just hooks you and he gets free throws. And it's like... He loves the under. I've had enough of a 30-point game where you went seven for 18 and hit 
15 free throws. Or you get you score 50 and 25 of the points for free. Like, bro, that's, that's a terrible game to see. I don't want to see you shoot 30% from the field or 40% from the field. And then you shot 15 threes and hit, like, four or five. Of, like, it's just like, all right, bro. If, you, if, if you're going to score 60 and, and 25 or 26 of your points are from the free throw line, that's not entertaining. Right. I agree. It's it's unbearable to watch. And then you throw in Westbrook, who was probably number two on that list for guys I just don't like watching. And yeah. he's shooting he's shooting 19% from three or something this year. I mean, it's atrocious. And he's getting wide open looks, too, which is the worst part. We're like, okay, maybe he'll shoot better because he'll have the most open looks he's had. And uh, it's not going that way. And he's still off the ball, not moving that much. He'll he'll cut back door every now and then, and it'll be on SportsCenter. But he's <laughs> Still not, he's still not, still not moving. I don't know how it works for them. Um, it's kind of going fine when they're, you know, the way they're splitting the minutes and they both are getting their stats and shit. But I don't know what happens in the in the playoffs when teams are just treating, uh, you know, Westbrook like he's fucking Rajon Rondo and just and just crowding the fucking tank hard. Right. Do you think, uh, looking back on it, uh, do you think they regret the Chris Paul trade? I think so. I, I kind of – I think so. I mean, they're still going to win a lot of regular season games, but at the same time – That's not the goal. Yeah, not the goal. That's what they've been doing. And I don't know where you go from here. I don't know what the next move is for this team to get better. I don't know if they have one. That's what I'm saying. Who – they don't have any good picks. You know, they tried to trade all the little weird picks that they had uh, to get Jimmy Butler, and teams weren't biting on that because they knew they weren't real picks. They were all, you know, mid-20s picks, whatever. Um, they don't really have a, a lot of good picks. They don't have a lot of great salaries to move. Um, and nobody, nobody wants that contract. Yeah. I don't know where they go from here. Maybe they could, they're running out of time to be able to package Capella and, like, Gordon for, like, a third superstar if they can. They're running out of time for that move. I don't know where they go from here. I think after, you know, they fail this year and then maybe Maury hangs it up or gets fired or something. I, they might do a clean sweep. I don't know. Yeah. All right, let me ask you, is this the worst rookie class we've seen in a while? Uh, the grand assault that obviously we're not counting Zion because we haven't seen him. Yeah. Uh, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Like the worst first year from guys? Yeah. Yeah. So what do have, what have we got? Let me look. Let me, who got drafted? Uh, DeAndre Hunter had 28 last night. And a loss against the Heat. Uh, yeah, if wait. you're pointing out individual performances, you might be proving much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who else? Who else? Who else? John Morant's been spectacular. So he's he's putting the rookie class on his back. Outside of John Morant, though, Reddish ain't doing shit. Tyler Harrow is probably the second best. Yeah, he gets a lot of shine right now. Miami's hot. Uh, most of it's just he gets, like, open threes, kind of. Yeah, true. He's not a real he's not a real shaking bait kind of guy. RJ is just I don't think anybody's seen him play because no one watches Knicks basketball. I'm gonna be honest, I haven't I think I've seen like maybe like the last two minutes of one Knicks game. I haven't even seen a highlight from RJ Barrett. I have not I don't even know what number he wears. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> and I picked him to be my NBA rookie of the year. Man, bad pick, man. Shouts to John Morant holding me down. Yeah, it, it's it's bad, yeah. Garland not, has not been good. Yeah, it's not it's not very inspiring. 
PJ Washington is probably the third best rookie right now. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a bad batch. It's a bad batch, but it's early. There's still time. Zion will come back. Although I heard that once he comes back, they're like not gonna play him back to backs. He's on like a twenty minute minute like. They're going to be so far back anyway that it probably makes sense. Might as well use this as kind of like a mini redshirt year. Remember when? Remember when? Um, I forgot their GM's name. Former David. GM of the Cavs. Yeah, remember when David Griffin was talking about how Drew Holiday could play at an MVP level? Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, Griff. We understand. You love you guys. Yeah. Very... <laughs> uh. But yeah, no, no, it's bad for them. It's bad for the rookies. Uh, but it's been a it's been a decent season so far. Jokic is still overweight. Uh, Doncic is playing extremely well. Yeah. If you, if, who's the MVP right now? Right? Is it? It's Giannis to me. I think Doncic is second, and it's it's very very close. I want to um, say I want to say Giannis is averaging thirty and thirteen or something crazy like that. It's ridiculous. Something like thirty two minutes a game. Right. And he's not doing – I think uh, uh, Doncic is, like, number one in um, uh, usage rate. So, I don't yeah. – like, so I, I take some of that into, like, what some of the stats are. Granted, like, not to take anything away from him because he's, like, truly, truly a special player. But I would lean, I would lean towards Giannis. I think it's his to lose. No, for sure. Uh, but it's early. It's early. There's still a lot of – still a lot of shit going on. Should we do this? Uh, these decade teams. So yeah, a lot, of decade, a lot of decade talk. A lot of NFLs doing their top one hundred, uh, shit like that. Yeah, yeah it's, NBA, it's NBA all decade team time, man. Who you have you, you thought about your first team? Who you got? Who's on your first team? Do we want to do first team first or first team last? Oh shit! I only have one first team. Sorry. All right. How about we let Trey go? Yeah, because my analysis isn't, isn't the greatest <laughs> when it comes to NBA, so I'll just. I'll tell you my five-minute team that I came up with. So. All right. Let's, let's do yours. All right. I got James Hart, Kevin Durant, Tim Duncan, and Steve Kerr for my coach. For your coach. Oh, Kevin. shit. I forgot about coaches, but I can wing that. That's okay. What do you think, Chase? For the non-NBA guys, does that do it for you? I forgot. I, 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 it kind of it lagged on the first couple. Who were your guards again? Nick, just give me the five again. Give me the five again. All right. Curry, Harden. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Ron, uh, KD, and Tim Duncan. That's a good five outside of Timothy Duncan. What are we, what are we doing I, here, man? I wanted to throw in. I wanted to throw in a little uh, throwback pick because I know Kawhi should be in there, but well, it depends on if you're doing a center or not. If you're doing a center, then I don't think Kawhi gets in there. Yeah. All right, let's. Who's your first team? All right, mine is uh, the exact same as Trace. Damn. <laughs> Tim Duncan. Exactly. Yeah, Tim Duncan. Dude, if you look, so I went with like a true center, and to me, Tim Duncan's a true center. Uh, it's slim pickings, man. It's Tim not Duncan, a good Tim Duncan's your number one center of the decade. I have a feeling he's going to pick Dwight. Are you picking yeah. Dwight? You mean uh, one of the top 15 centers of all time? Dwight? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we're picking probably the second best center of all time. <laughs> okay, listen. Okay, listen. Here's the thing. Well, first of all, no, nah, no way. I'll tell us Kareem and Shaq. Oh, uh, uh, same four. Everybody's got the same four. You know, Bron, KD, Harden, and Curry. And then I got Dwight Howard. Yes. <laughs> yes. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. First of all, Tim Duncan retired in 16. 
Yeah, so and, and, and Dwight Howard has been irrelevant since 2016. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold on. Let me let me make my case, okay? In the time since 2010, in the time since 2010, Tim Duncan has three All-Star games, no All-NBAs. He's averaging – he averaged in his last year eight points per game. He didn't get over 17 points per game in that time span. These are not his best years. The 2000s were his best years. I don't know – I don't even know what we're talking about. I'm not okay. his best years. <laughs> In, okay, in the same span, in the same span, Dwight Howard has. Hold on, I gotta pull this up, man. Dwight has two. Uh, Dwight, has, Dwight has four uh, DPO. No, four fucking all defensive teams. Sorry, two DPOYs. Several fucking um, all star games. He led a team to the finals. Two thousand nine. Yeah. Come on. What are, we talking about? <laughs> what are we talking about? Let me pull this up. Okay, the, two years ago, he was still averaging 17 and 12 with fucking Charlotte for 81 games. And that's the that's the bum Dwight Howard you're talking about, 17 and 12. Like, I, I just don't understand. You know what I mean? He came to L.A. He led the league in rebounding with a torn labrum and a bad back. <clears throat> He's a bad teammate. What is that even talking about here? You know what I'm like? He averaged... No. His last year in Orlando, he averaged 21 and 15. Yeah, no, listen, it's I, I get it. Dwight is my second team center. I just Jesus went Duncan. <laughs> I just went Duncan. <laughs> Duncan's such a bad pick, bro. These are his worst years. This that's like putting Kobe on the list. What do you want? It's not a good decade for centers. They've gotten taken out of the game. There's two good centers in the 2010s. Nah, you bugging. Look, Dwight Howard is the best. He's the center of the decade. We just got to face it. Uh, what else? What other numbers do I have? I did For coach, I went pop. I did. Curry was my second team coach. I went I was, pop. With, I was actually wrong. He's a three-time defensive player of the year. Okay. Um, you know what's weird about the – so the, the Curry versus pop thing is like uh, pop had the most successful years of the decade in the like the first half. Curry yeah. took the second half by far. Yeah. I'd probably I'd, for the whole decade. I mean, objectively, you would say Pop's a better coach all time, but maybe for this decade, just to shake things up, I'd probably go Kerr. The only like argument I would have is Pop's team. It felt like more of a developmental process where Kerr it kind of felt like right guy, right time. Um, I I don't know if there's too many coaches that couldn't have won with that Warriors team. I don't know. I mean, obviously, once they got, obviously, Mark Jackson proves my point wrong. But I was gonna say once they got Durant, yeah, but prior to Durant, he still had to unlock that team. Right. He but still had. How, he still had how, to put. How does that team win without Durant? Do they win anymore? Yeah, I think definitely. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Because here's the thing. If you take Durant off, it's not like they're still the same team. No, they replace him with all that depth that they didn't have because they got him. Right. But that's still a team that got pushed by the Rockets, got pushed by the Clippers, lost one to the Cavs. Their only really win was a Cavs team without Kyrie and K-Love. Yeah, but, I mean, we both know what happened in 16 when fucking Draymond hit him in the Nuts. They should have won that year. Yeah. And then I think I think if I think if Durant doesn't go there, that um, 
I think the Rockets do get one. If they still trade for CP3 and do the same thing with that team, I think they do get one of those. I think they get a ring. And we're having a different conversation about Harden. Um, give me second team. Second team. <clears throat> I'll give you my three that I did for sure, and then I have, like, a split one that we'll talk through. I did Kobe for shooting guard. Uh, it was between him and Clay Thompson, honestly, for me. Okay. Um, I went Kawhi as my uh, one of my forwards, and then I went with Melo as my other forward. Okay. Who are you? Give me your shooting guard and two forwards. Okay, I gave it. I did. I did two guards, two forwards. I did Westbrook and CP3. Okay, so for my point guard, I was between CP3 and Westbrook. Yeah, I, I just went. I just went Westbrook and CP3 because the Kobe numbers. I mean, for the decade, bro. Like he's. Yeah, the end of it's bad. It's. I mean, the end of it's very. It's. It's a. It's a Duncan pick. I don't. Those two have to be out of here. For but me. There's no legacy picks in the All Decade team. I need production. But it, it's hard because do you go for? Is it because they didn't last the whole ten years? Like. Or yes. Is, okay. <laughs> but yes. that, like I think you can think of it differently. Like I think if you dominate three or four years out of the decade, like I think you're still, you know what that's, I mean? That's a different conversation, though. That's a Giannis. That's a Giannis conversation, not a, a, a um, Kobe Tim Duncan that's, conversation. That's fair. Shit. Also, <laughs> true shooting guard fashion. Like if if I'm talking true shooting guards, who's the second best shooting guards of the 2010? Yeah, it either have to be uh, Kobe or Wade or like Demar. It drops quick. Right. So that's why, like, that's why I picked Kobe. Was I went true like shooting guard, got you. That, like combo two guard system. I got you, but I, I think they go. I think I I just treated it as two guards, two forwards. Yeah. So whoever if I was to be. Going, if I was going true like two guards, I would agree. I would have CP3 and Westbrook. Because you know what? You know what's crazy is Westbrook. Westbrook actually has more um, All NBAs than any of these guys, except for like LeBron, KD, Grant. Yeah, that's it. But Everybody, uh, Russell, Russell got eight All NBAs. Yeah, but I don't know. Like that depends on how you value All NBA teams. I think they matter. I think they. I think they're much more a much better gauge of who was good that year than like uh, all stars. Yeah, no, hundred percent, hundred percent on that. All right, so we have. So give me your your forwards. Oh, I went Kawhi. I went. I actually instead of Melo, I went Paul George. Okay. Um, and I went Anthony Davis at five. Okay. As my fifth, I had Dwight, but uh, AD was who I was considering for that spot as well mm-hmm. um, and then i had kerr as my second team coach because i went pop first team uh, yeah I'd, I'd reverse it i'd go kerr pop can't go wrong the pick, talk me through why you went pg over mellow i went pg over mellow because i feel like let me look at the, let me look at the mellow numbers there was like i just feel like this wasn't i, I feel like mellow the problem is he got split in between the decades i feel like he had his best years he had his best years. Like he peaked that last when they went to the Western Conference Finals against the Lakers in 09. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was like his peak. I mean, he had some good next years after that, like a few. Yeah. But I think next years people like don't give him as much credit as he probably deserves, uh, especially for what he did early on with the Knicks. Yeah. Um, 
in their prime, who are you taking, Melo or Paul George? Not this decade. I'm talking like overall. Like if you think 09 Melo is his prime versus probably Paul George from what last year, would you say is probably his his best year? Who who would you take uh, in that situation? Oh man, I I do think Melo is a better. He's a if you got a list of top 100 players all time, I, I think Melo right now is higher than Paul George, but also Paul George hasn't finished his career yet. Right. That's a that's tough because Paul George can go both ways and if Right. That's really what the argument comes down to. Is it are you just a score or like overall if you're building a team? Yeah, I mean shit. Those I think those Pacers teams were you know, up there with those that, that Nuggets team that went to West Coast Finals, like as far as like who can you build around to be your number one guy? And if he's your number two guy, I'd definitely rather have Paul George, man. You just locking up on the wings. Imagine yeah. like who with their peak would be better with LeBron? Like, I feel like Paul George and LeBron locking up on the wings and just, you know, going crazy would be shit. I don't know, but I don't want to discount Melo. And those yeah. Knicks aren't bad. It's, I can't even, I feel like I can't be. Paul George plays better off the ball than Melo does. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I, I, man. Yeah, I think I go Paul George peak, just peak for like, yeah, yeah, I got, I got to. Uh, yeah. and I, that's why I put him. Um, I gotta put him above. Uh, yeah. And also, he's not afraid to play the four, man. He's not afraid to play the guard the four. Melo was refusing to. Yeah. Seems like for the reason, but. Uh, all right. So let me ask. Let, let's do this real quick. If we went positionalist basketball, and you could do all decade, but it doesn't even have to be decade. So I'm talking like you could go almost like individual year. So let's say like if we're taking Giannis as one of our spots from I'll last year. Yeah, Yeah. Give me like your five if you're going positionless because I'm it's picking, probably got to have. I'm picking all the aliens. Say that. So I'm picking. I'm picking all the aliens. I'm yeah. picking AD from what this year or like two years ago, whichever AD you want. Give me a peak AD year. Give me a peak Giannis year. Give me a peak uh, LeBron year. A peak Kawhi year, and I want Steph Curry. I know I could have went Paul George, but I can give me hey, Steph Curry. You're leaving KD off. Oh shit! I'm chipping. Yeah, KD. Damn, I'm wild. <laughs> give me, give me KD from um before, right before he tore his Achilles, like fucking seconds before, moments before. Well, b- before no, before he got hurt the first time, whatever that year, because he was cooked. If, yeah. If, so it's take you're taking Steph off for KD. Unfortunately. Okay, so if I give you those five guys versus any pick, you can go like Steph Harden, like pick any other of the other like five best players in the league. How many points does that team give up? Not a lot, bro. Who, who was my five again? It's KD, Bron, AD, Kawhi, and Giannis. And, uh, and Giannis. Oh, that's ugly. Just, <laughs> just so many arms. They could just stand at half court and play like, <laughs> like what, what's the game? Red Rover. Red Rover. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I just score on that consistently without just making some like crazy AD, ass shots. At, yeah, AD at the five, KD at the four. <laughs> Giannis at the three, whatever, it doesn't matter. It's position is basketball. Everybody can do everything. Uh, Giannis is probably like your 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 point guard. Yeah. Oh <laughs> that would be crazy. Yeah, I think I mean I might take that five over anybody else all time. You know? Yeah. Get, get, get whoever you want. We we good. Yeah. Yeah. I For agree. sure. Um, Aliens. I like that. <laughs> 
right, you had a third team. Tell us what your third team. I did, I did have a third team. So my guards were Lillard and Kawhi, or Lillard and Kyrie. My oh, forwards yeah. were Blake okay. and Aldridge. Yep. And my center was Boogie Cousins. Okay. Um, no Clay Thompson. No Clay Thompson. When Kyrie Irving. Blake was a harder one to keep off. I, I wanted to find a spot for him because I, I don't think people respected the decade he's had. It's really been an actual pretty remarkable decade for him. Um, the I'd probably go Clay over Kyrie. I was gonna say I think he, I think his first year he averaged twenty two and twelve. Like that's like off rip. This was before he developed a jump shot. Any of that twenty two and twelve out the gate. Right, and he's really become kind of a full like well-rounded basketball player here with the Pistons. I know it gets lost because he plays in Detroit and no one cares except for Casey Foley. But <laughs> he's like his offensive game is pretty crazy right now um, yeah. with what he's been able to do. So, um, no. Blake? What's that? Kyrie for Blake? Say that again? Kyrie for Blake? Oh, um, No. I wouldn't do that if I were the Nets. Too brittle? Yeah. There's a lot of miles on, on, on those knees. You see him take off the other day from the baseline? Uh, not good. It was. He didn't get very high. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he might not age very well. Um, but, yeah, but Clay, uh, Clay or Kyrie, if I was actually starting a team, I want Clay, but I think Kyrie had the be- most, the more productive decade. Yeah. Uh, Shit, I mean, I, I, shit, I don't know, though. Cause I can amazing. see uh, – this is just a random little comment, but I, I could see Blake becoming a gronk where he could get into some other oh, things yeah. where, like, Barstool, I see him on Comedy Central. Like, he could do that type of shit. Yeah, so. I think so. His Jeez. roast of Caitlyn Jenner was actually hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of – Nikki Glazer was funny in that, too. Yeah, she was. Um, I'm trying to think of who Kyle Lowry is a guy who put up like really good stats in the 2010s. Yeah. Uh, I have like some honorable mention where I'm yeah. like, there's, there's, there's Kobe, there's Wade, who I think are going to be talked about, shouldn't be on the list. There's Giannis who uh, to your point was the, uh, you know, dominates a few years at the end of it, but not the whole thing yet. Um, but, uh, uh, Parker. Embiid, who's at, who's averaging twenty what twenty one and twelve since he's been in the league, but it's like four years. Yeah. What about Horford? Horford's right up there with like Aldridge, I think. Or... Yeah, but the pro- I'm, numbers aren't as impressive. He's, he's a great teammate and a great player, but the numbers—that's yeah. what they called him, average out in, in uh, Atlanta. Right. So, never box score never jumps out. Outside of that, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Conley, Mike Conley. Conley, yeah. Conley is one. Conley is going to be one of those guys that it's going to be. You can't really describe him to your kids. Like he was really fucking good. He just played in the West and played you know, in Memphis. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, does he have an All Star game? I don't think he does. I think he never made an All Star game. Not. It's tough at the point guard spot in the West. That's what I'm saying. Chris Paul, Brooke, Steph Curry. <laughs> yeah. It's tough. But, um, I'm trying to think if we're missing. Is there any like Rondo? Would have been one that probably could have talked about. Uh, sure. For like honorable mention, I don't know. Nah, bro. <laughs> Jason, nah. <laughs> by the time, by the time, uh, Ray Allen's on the Heat, 
like a year or two after that, Rondo's already stat hunting and about to get traded for the that's, first time. And then that's true. Hooked. Um, hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I really have any like other people that I feel like deserve to even be mentioned. Because I'm yeah. running through it in my head. It is weird to think of like the league is so star dependent and after you get past those stars, like the drop, it is pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like the the floor of talent is higher than it's ever been. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. But it's hard it's harder to win with like a collection of talent rather than having the superstar or two, it feels like now. No. <laughs> I mean, you definitely got to have at least one superstar, but if there's anything Kawhi just showed us is that I guess you don't necessarily have to have two. Yeah, well, I think this year will be different. I think this year it feels like the teams that are in contention have the two. Um, I don't think there's any team that has one player that's good enough. You know what I mean? That's good enough. Yeah. Yeah, I think Jokic Nuggets is probably the closest. Uh, yeah. And I, that's I, not happening. I don't think they're a title, like true title contender. Um, they, they, gave them, they, gave, they gave Jamal Murray $178 million. It's a lot of money. Still can't believe it. It's a lot That's of money. <laughs> it's not he's great. Making, he's making more than Brad Bill and CJ McCollum, and he's Jamal Murray. It's not good. What about Kevin Love? Does he deserve mention? Uh, all decade team? Yeah. Uh, monster numbers in Minnesota. Yeah, but when, when does he get the – he gets the – when did he get drafted? 09, 11. Right? I think so. And then by the time he, he gets drafted – or he gets traded to the, to the Cavs in 16 – no, 14. Wow. Uh, I thought it would have been closer to 16. 14 was when LeBron came back, remember? Because he left Wiggins out of the, uh, the statement. Yeah. That's when the numbers dropped. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he should get some mention if we were talking just about great players in the 2010s, but yeah. That's the problem. I think the problem is a lot of guys, just their years get split up. Like, is Giannis going to be a he, – should he be on the two first teams or second teams in the all-decade this this decade? No. Will he make next de- decade? Probably not because it's – his best years are going to be in this decade. And then he's going to run out of dunks eventually, man. This shit is incredible to watch, but what happens six, seven years from now? Shit. Right. He has shown that he can shoot the three ball a little bit better this year. Yeah. Still doesn't look great, but at least it's better than Ben Simmons. Oh, man. He had a second one the other day, man. Give him some credit, man. Don't do that. I refuse. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, I don't know how the Sixers team figures it out. Um uh, uh, they have to trade one of them. It has to be Simmons. You're not trading Embiid. Yeah, I think they need to trade Tobias, too. I just don't know what you get. Tobias right now is like that Middleton contract where it's just like, great, you got a, you got a guy that doesn't like to step up and he's making max money. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I 100% agree. All right. That's all I got. That was fun. Um, Decade teams, baby. I like it. I kind of want to put Chase on on uh, on the spot a little bit because you know we got to wrap up the year a little bit. We got a couple separate podcasts coming where we're going to do some rankings, but I want to hear from Chase. Rapid fire, off the cuff. Tell me your favorite album of the year, 
Um, movie of the year and show of the year. I don't know if you watch shows, but. Okay. I'm going to give you a list of albums because I can't think of my favorite one album. Off, off All right. That's uh, cool. I'm just going to give you a string. I don't know what, what, num- what number it's going to end on. Uh, any order. I love the Sir album, Chasing Summer. I loved the uh, Summer Walker album. I loved the... Damn, you're going to make me pull out a list of albums that came out this year. Um, who else had R&B? The fucking Shea Butter Baby album. Oh, my God. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let's, let's see if I can get a list together. Oh, Igor, of course. Uh, can I put mixtapes in this, too? If you want to. The fucking the nudie mixtape. Uh, so much fun. Easy. True. Man, hold on. <laughs> I put him on the spot too much. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, I got to work on that. I do say I'm a lot. But let me see. Damn, I need a list, bro. My album of the decade... Or album of the decade. That, that's yeah, a whole other conversation. Good. My album of the year might just be so much fun. Okay. But there's Young- a, whatever future drop is also in this... Uh, as well. Yeah, that was like a January or February drop. People forget yes. about that album. Uh, also, Save Me. What yeah. about... Uh, movies? Yeah, movie. Give me a movie. That's tough. I can't even remember what all came out this year, man. I don't even know. We were talking about... Did we talk about Marriage Story or was that before we started recording? Uh, we, before we It started. was before, but... Yeah, no. Definitely not my movie of the year. It's just what I've watched like last week. So that's what's on my mind. Irishman, Pete Irishman. That and, might be it. Fuck, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that for sure. I got, I got a list of, I got a list of movies I need to watch right now. I have no idea what my movie of the year is, man. All like, right. Are you a TV guy? Do you, do you watch TV shows? I watch a little bit of you know, the old television. What are, What are you rocking with this year? Okay, so this year. I only really watched, I, I finished Curb Your Enthusiasm, which is not a show from this year. Um, I watched Billions. Nice. I watched Billions. And what show am I thinking about starting soon? Succession? Succession. I watched Succession. So it'd have to be Billions and Succession because those are damn near the only two like shows from this year that I watched. I would recommend Watchmen for you. I feel like you'd really like that. It's fucking really good. Everybody I know has been talking about it, so I think I'm gonna I'm gonna get on that soon. Yeah, it's wild. You you'd I'll like probably, it. I probably watch the seasons over and just binge it. Right. There's one more week, so yeah. Oh, also, uh, always Deez and Mero, favorite talk show. After Deez and Mero, Showtime. Yeah, they got renewed for season two. Saw that. Oh, uh, Barry was good. Barry was very good. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Cool. The one you put me on most for the spot, or the one where I felt most on the spot, definitely movies and albums, man. You just kind of—it's hard to do albums without an actual physical list in front of you. Right, right. So we're um, we're doing our best um, and best of 2019. Yeah, but, two uh, separate ones, but the best of the decade is fucking hard. Yeah, man. we've been making lists. Shit it is hard, hard. Man. dude. We're doing we're doing top ten songs of the decade. That oh shit might God. be most impossible for me. <laughs> It's fucking so hard. When are you when are y'all doing this? We do it at the probably end of the year. within the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's 
It's very difficult. Yeah. So, so be on the list. Y'all are doing song of the year, song of the decade, or top ten. Top ten songs of the year, top ten songs of the decade, top ten album of the year, top ten album of the decade. And movies, top ten movies, TV show, actors, athletes, sports moments, all that. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Is is so you have to tune in, my friend. <laughs> it's difficult. Okay. All right. Well, that's a tease for our other stuff. This is uh this has been three Pete. It's been it's been a fun year. We're gonna be back for 2020. Uh, bigger, better. Follow us on everything. Like always, I'm Trey Leslie of the Donovan Entertainment. Brandon Ogden, Chase Menaslade, and we'll be back for more. Death in the six speed, amphetamine got my stomach feeling sickly.